Hello and welcome to the episode of Octal FM Soundbite. I'm Sefran. And I'm Gelada. And we're back today talking about uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Mm. But specifically, we're talking about the the first of two planned DLC mm-hmm. uh, in the Isle of Armor. Is that right? Yep, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, and I've yet to even play Sword and Shield. So this is this is very much going to be uh, your opinion on the matter. Um, yep. But we we mentioned it when we talked about the, the game as a whole on a main show mm. episode a, few, a while ago. Uh, and you said that you were looking forward to Isle of Armor. And I think we'd also discussed sort of what we wanted to see from it. So mm. uh, so so what is it and how are you finding it? What have we seen? Well, so yeah, so I picked it up when it came out. I actually booked the day off as a bit of a bit of a novelty because I have, you know, we have. I have a lot of leave left because we didn't go to Japan. Mm. Uh, so, in the spirit of that, I took a day off to play a Japanese video game. Yes, um, unfortunately, the UK. it didn't actually come out until something like two p.m. So I had most of the day playing Lounging other games <laughs> and chilling out. And yeah, it's basically it's a new area for Sword and Shield. It's a new wild area. So if you remember from when we talked about it before, or if you've played Pokemon Sword and Shield. The wild area is like the free camera area where you can, you know, there's all kinds of Pokemon and there's, yeah, it's just kind of, I don't know, it's, it's a wild area, but also the entire area is one of those. So it's not really, there's no like cities or towns in the new area. It's only a wild area and it's massive. It feels a lot bigger than the other ones. And there's about, there's over a hundred new Pokemon. I say new I mean, like, there's over a hundred old Pokemon yeah, that, have been, yeah. that have been returned, which is really cool. I think every we're not unique in our prophecy, but I think we've said before that we kind of thought that, like, that's why there wasn't a lot. That's why all the Pokemon weren't av- available from the word go, right? There yeah. was a lot of controversy around Sword and Shield because it didn't have a national dex. And it's like, well, it's because they want to make you buy some DLC and they want to add more Pokemon in those DLC. Mm. Um, so it's not surprising. Just going to ask you a quick question, actually. And this is less to do with Isle of Armor specifically, but more to do with uh, logistics now. So if you have Isle of Armor and someone else doesn't, can you trade one of those returning Pokemon to someone that doesn't have that DLC? Yeah, you can. Actually, when I picked it up and Tony, she's picked it up now, but she hadn't. And we were trying, there's like a wild area event going on at the moment. And Marowak is a good Pokemon to use. And I traded her a Marowak and Marowak is a new Pokemon for Mm. the Isle of Armor. So yes, you can... Uh, trade stuff around it doesn't lock those down it's really just the ability to go and get them in fact the gts is full of people asking for urshifu which is the new um like mythical new legendary pokemon yeah uh in return for like all the other legendaries i guess that's people that maybe don't want or can't get the expansion i suppose in a way it's it's a good it's a good way of doing it then because they're not locking these pokemon behind a paywall no if you want to get them yourself you need to buy the dlc right exactly and you know that also means that you can still you know see them competitively and stuff like that Mm. right if it wouldn't you wouldn't want to like split up your player base into people that have it and people that don't um but I'm, I've really enjoyed it. Um, I'm pretty much all the way through the kind of like new story stuff, but I haven't explored the whole of the new area. I think there's a few bits I'm still missing. I certainly haven't caught all of the new Pokemon. Um, mm. There are a lot that, that I'm looking at the list right now and I'm like, oh, there's a few on here that I actually want to try and get. But it's not like, it's not massive, but it's not small either. Like it was like a few hours of content yeah. um, of sort of like story in inverted commas content 
And Am I right in thinking that the the core mechanic of the, in the center of the story of the DLC is that you are you are given a Pokemon, and then you have to sort of fight through a series of challenges using just one Pokemon? Is that that's, right? That's like a part of the story. There's like one little bit where yeah, you go up a tower and you have to pick which tower, and then that dictates what ability or like what i think it's an ability yeah that your cub food when it evolves it dictates what it has and then that's it you can't change it again and you can't get another one so you'd have to trade for the other one or you'd have to like reset um and play through again to get the other one or something like that but not not really like it's not like the main mechanic of the story the main mechanic of the story really is just like you're training at this dojo and there are some challenges to do and they're really just kind of like getting you to explore the area a little mm-hmm. bit and um, they're not particularly che- not particularly hard or anything there's a few like new things like you get there's some new items there's some new moves uh that they've added and more like customization options there's a way of like combining items to get different items okay. if you've got like loads of items from the game you can like you can like randomly get different things and stuff like that yeah. I think there's like a res- special battle type as well, which I haven't got yet. Oh, and then there's a fetch quest. There's a, not a fetch quest, but like a, think, um, what are they called? Koroks, right? There's like okay. a Korok equivalent in Isle of Armor, which is that there are like 150 Alolan Diglett in the <laughs> right. wild area. All you can see is their little three strands of hair <laughs> and they look exactly like a stone and you've got to find them all. Um, and if you find them, as you find more and more, you get given a lowland forms of Pokemon that you previously okay, couldn't get, cool. which is really cool. Um, so like, I've got like an Alolan Marowak, which is really cool. I didn't even get one in Sun and Moon because I hardly played. Um, it's a good way of incentivizing you to explore this new area. They've yeah, built you, exactly. You're really like going around and like trying to find everything. And yeah, it's just like, it, it really like reinvigorated my like desire to play a bit of Pokemon. As I've said before on the show, like it's definitely one of my favorite in the series overall. I've, you know, I've really kind of like before Sword and Shield, I'd really kind of fell out of love with it. You know, I think I can't remember whether I had Sun or Moon, one or the other, um, yeah. but like I never complete, I, I, I must've got what, like 10 hours in maybe if not less, like I, I just didn't connect with it. Right. And it just sent me to sleep, to be honest. It was so gentle and so laid back. Um, and I really enjoyed Sword and Shield. So I was really excited to go back. Um, I did some of the post game content in advance. Like I did a bit of Battle Tower so that I could get the IV checker hmm. and did some max raids as well because they had a lot, they've got lots more max raids on and like Gigantamax Pokemon and stuff like that. Um, and it gave me a bit of a renewed. You know, I've kind of dismissed Sword and Shield's endgame before and been like, oh, it's not really, there's not really anything there. But actually, they've kind of like tweaked it a little bit over time. And like the max raids are really fun and really hard. Right. So, so there's like an actual challenge there. Uh, the Battle Tower stuff is pretty good. And once you get into it. And also, I forgot that like all of the wild area, including the new one, is kind of leveled to you. Right. right. So like everything is level 60. So it's not like they're all low level or there's like a mixture of low and high level. It's kind of like everything everywhere is high level, which is also nice because it means that you can change Pokemon quickly because they're already at a high level. Uh, so yeah, you can so kind of take from, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can start using them straight away. And also they did a bunch of mystery gifts in the run up to the expansion. And some of those gave you loads and loads of um, XP candies and nuggets and stuff like that. So I've got like double the bank balance that I had before 
um, from when I finished the game. So nice. kind of like sort of like giving you a bit of an end game push of like, yeah. here are the tools to like give you a bit more flexibility. You know, now you've got all the money you need. You've got all the XP candies you ever need to like level up loads of stuff if you want to, you know, power something through to start using it straight away. So that that would kind of I was a bit like, huh, this is quite nice actually. Like I've got I feel like I've got quite a lot of flexibility. They've made it easier to complete the Pokedex because it gives you the like uh suggestions about what to catch next and where it is. Oh right, okay. Um so you can like just it kind of gives you a nudge of like, why don't you go catch this Pokemon right now? Because you can go get it and then you can, you know, you complete that and it's like, okay, cool, what about this one? Hmm. Um, you know, stuff like that. I'm just like, huh, actually there like is a quest like, within the game, yeah, like there, in a way, like little achievements. Exactly. There's a lot of bits and pieces you can do um, at the end of the game. So, yeah, it's just given me an opportunity to do a bit more of that um, and come back to the game uh, when I, you know, I did enjoy it in the first place. I'm also excited about the fact that this is, as you said, part of one of two. Um, so the Crown Tundra comes out later in the year, I think maybe November, like quite a bit later on. Uh, there's going to be loads of legendaries in that. So I think basically that's like, they're just going to push all the legendaries into the game and there's going to mm-hmm. be new new uh, Galarian forms of the um, legendary birds from the first games all right. and another 100 more Pokemon and there's a new legendary in it as well. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't know if that one's going to be bigger or smaller than Isle of Armor. Hmm. Maybe it's about the same. But yeah, it's like cool. Not only is, Not only have I, you know, bought some dlc it would be expensive i think if you were just buying if you just got one for 25 pounds or whatever it was yeah but to get both as well is kind of like nice that's like something to look forward to as well yeah it's Uh, a reasonable price it's quite a lot of obviously good content that you've enjoyed yeah Uh, it's been worth the the money for the increased amount of playtime it's given you so definitely definitely yeah it's really good definitely recommend if you were at all a fan of sword and shield then definitely it's it's a no-brainer to pick up the dlc um, nice. there's no reason there really is no reason not to it just adds you know a great new chunk of content to the game well we'll catch up with you again in november then uh, yes for your, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, for your opinions on the crown tundra the second piece of dlc and yeah i'm really glad that you've you've been enjoying doing pokemon again for the first mm. time in quite a long time yeah uh, it's good to hear uh, but until then i've been saffron and i've been gelada and catch us again for another Octal FM soundbite very soon. Catch us. Catch us. Catch them all. Catch all the episodes. <laughs>